This is Z-Feed in your ears. We're an independent media company bringing context and critical thinking to the news, social issues and pop culture. This podcast brings you the audio version of our articles and essays. For those who prefer to listen and maybe multitask instead of reading words on a screen, you can find the text version of this piece on zfeed.com.au. Recession Vibes, Predicting the Pop Culture Trends That an Economic Downturn Could Bring by Simran Pazricha. Do you remember that viral tweet claiming that Beyonce and Drake releasing house music-inspired albums is proof that we're headed for the next global recession? They kind of had a point. Economic conditions are deeply connected to trends in fashion, music, film and TV, books and more. Tough times inspire what and how artists create and force consumers, that's us, to become more selective about what they choose to spend precious pennies on. If we're soon to be spiralling into a serious downturn, accompanied by a soundtrack of dance bangers, what other pop culture trends might also be revived? Let's ignore the bleakness of the current economic outlook for just a minute to speculate on something more fun. Based on the culture shifts that came with previous recessions, we're trying to predict what the trends will look like this time around. First up, music. Escapism plays an important role in popular music. During the Great Recession in 2009, the airwaves were saturated with serotonin-boosting club bangers from the likes of David Guetta, Flo Rida, The Black Eyed Peas and Lady Gaga. Times were tough, but in the club, you could pretend like they weren't. A similar trend happened during the Great Depression almost 100 years ago. Swing music emerged alongside the Depression in the late 1920s to become a popular, exciting musical movement by 1935. Just like the electronic music of 2009, upbeat performances by big bands would pack dance floors. Swing dancing goes hand in hand with the music of this era. You might even recognize some of the hits of the 1930s. Pennies from Heaven regularly trends on TikTok even now. It is perkily disconnected from the economic realities of both 1936 and 2022. It may seem at odds with the times, but music has always provided a much needed escape. What music should we expect next? Given the shaky economic ground we're on in this not-quite-post-pandemic world, it's no surprise that we're seeing the resurgences of upbeat music and early 2000s house vibes. While Beyonce always gets people moving no matter the genre, Drake releasing a surprise house album is a clear sign that we will now be dancing our pain away. Locally, music producer George Inglis explains there are even stronger callbacks to the Great Depression. He says that we're slowly exiting the psych rock phase of popular Australian music, with more hints of jazz and soul becoming a common interest. Late 90s, early 2000s pop house and 1930s swing jazz are a hell of a combination, but I'm sure we'll make it work. Next, it's fashion. There have been many theories put forward about fashion and recessions. The easiest to grasp is the infamous hemline index, the theory that skirts become shorter when economic markets are on the rise and get longer during the downturns. The examples usually given as proof of this theory are the appearance of knee-length flapper skirts during the economic exuberance of the 1920s, because knee-length was kind of short for that time, and the emergence of the miniskirt amid the strong financial conditions of the 1960s. On the flip side, the maxi skirt mania of 2007 and the current Matilda Jeff supremacy could serve as evidence of style becoming more conservative when a crash is imminent. With that in mind, what fashion trends will we see during this recession? Writer and fashion commentator Anna Escalante explains we're about to see similar styles returning from the last recession. She explains that social media has accelerated the trend cycle enormously. People are latching onto things that feel somewhat fresh but are in our same style lexicon. A teenager is not necessarily going to jump to the 1930s for style inspiration, but she will look on Pinterest, see Kate Moss in 2008 and think, oh, that's cute, I'm going to try and recreate it. The escapist thing 
themes penetrate all aspects of cultural zeitgeist, and that includes fashion. Expect to see the return of logomania as an overt signal of opulence and luxury. We're already seeing the beginning of this with Skims collab with Fendi. Although it seems superficial to indulge in high fashion when your budget is tight, it does provide a coping method. When it feels like your financial world is crumbling around you, some people will think, okay, what's the one thing I can control? And that's going to be your appearance. But there will be a difference this time around. Young people experiencing their first recession as adults are more likely to turn to thrifting and fast fashion replicas rather than saving to invest in the quote-unquote real luxury fashion items. Next, onto film and TV. Throughout the Great Depression, the Hollywood movie industry didn't really seem to take a hit. According to NPR, during that period, around 80 million people went to the movies at least once a week. The entertainment industry is often resilient in the face of financial bleakness, even though it's not always perceived as a vital budget item. In 2009, US box office revenue reached all-time highs as more people used movie theatres as so-called psychological shelters from the economic downturn. But the infamous screenwriter strike from late 2007 to early 2008 was a sign that the future of the entertainment industry was about to change forever. In 2022, the impact of streaming platforms will entirely dictate the type of movies and series we'll get during the downturn. When it comes to predicting what types of movies and TV series we'll be getting next, we have to factor in online streaming, which simply was not a factor during the last major recession. Now we have almost too many options. Netflix, Stan, Paramount+, Disney+, Amazon Prime Video, Binge, Hey you, the list goes on. Entertainment journalist Jenna Guillaume explains, with more platforms and less money to go around, already fatigued viewers will be choosy about what services they keep. This will inevitably have an impact on the amount and quality of content that the streaming platforms can put out. The financial squeeze on streamers will result in four distinct content trends. Number one is a move towards cheaper reality TV style productions, and we're already seeing this, think too hot to handle and is it cake. It also explains why beloved fan favorite shows like The Society seem to get prematurely cancelled. Number two, we can expect to see rom-coms make a big comeback. While not as cheap as reality TV, rom-coms provide a sugary sweet escape for our blue and broke souls. The 2007 to 2010 recession period gave us a treasure trove of romantic comedies. 27 Dresses, The Proposal, He's Just Not That Into You. They provided love and laughter in a time of chaos. This escapist nature of rom-coms also applies to the scripted reality formats that allow viewers to vicariously experience luxury lifestyles. Great examples of this, are Selling Sunset and Bling Empire. Number three, Guillaume says audiences are often drawn to movies and shows with darker themes during dark times. Art helps us to make sense of the world around us and so grittier TV and movies can help us process a depressing reality. The most likely place for these gritty storylines to pop up is in the fourth trend, the marvelization of entertainment, which gives us endless and repetitive versions of the same. The recession will deepen these problems and make the industry even more risk-averse and reliant on existing IP. It will make the most economic sense for the streaming platforms and production companies to mine the intellectual property that they already own, which is cheaper than paying to acquire something new. Basically, don't expect superhero movies to slow down anytime soon, despite this trend being really to the detriment of a thriving and diverse creative landscape. And finally, what type of book trends will we expect a recession to bring? 
Hard times definitely make for good writing. War, riots, terrorism, famine, and anything that involves death has inspired the stories of countless authors and writers. Historical recessions have been the focus of some of the most iconic and widely read pieces of literature. The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald and The Grapes of Wrath by John Steinbeck examine what came right before and after the Great Depression. Dystopian young adult classic The Hunger Games was first published in 2008 and remained on the New York Times bestseller list for 100 consecutive weeks, serving both as a fantastical escape and an all-too-relevant critique of capitalism. And of course, books always have been and always will be an escape for readers. Again, some of the most iconic fantasy titles were published during the last recession. The best example of that? Twilight. Looking ahead at what book themes we'll get next, because this economic downturn was in part triggered by the pandemic, there is likely to be a resurgence of recession lit that incorporates what we've all just been through. Hanya Yanahiara's book To Paradise is considered to be the first great pandemic novel, but there are sure to be many more that will tackle similar themes. As we grasp for opulence, joy and escapism by any means necessary, books that deliver on romance or take us to another world will continue to boom. That includes romance, historical fiction, fantasy and even dystopia. We can expect more titles in the style of Love Hypothesis by Ali Hazelwood, The Devastating Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid and Anything by Colleen Hoover. It's almost a return to the idea of renaissance, romanticising and reimagining life through a very chaotic time of social and economic change. Rafka Tuma, a reporter for The Guardian Australia and book blogger, has noticed this theme playing out quite literally on book covers. She points to bold colours and large fonts that seem to be design elements that help romanticise chaotic experiences. The people featured on book covers tend to have their faces covered, allowing readers to take that anonymity and apply it to their own chaos, exhaustion and reflection as we come out of a pandemic and go into what is expected to be a year of great economic pressure. Thanks for listening to ZFeed Audio. If this piece made you think, helped you understand, or introduced you to a new point of view, there are a few ways you can support us. Our work is meant to be discussed. Share this episode or the article with a friend and get talking. You can also subscribe, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, or support us on Patreon. That's all for now. Time to give your brain a break.